here we are, another day in paradise. I'm Tom Young, and we're here for a podcast on anchor.fm.com called Money Shifts and my family money farm group uh, that are located on Facebook. Our purpose is to change your future, change your lives, and provide knowledge and information that isn't generally found in the traditional financial marketplace from traditional advisors or or most financial experts that are in the field. They are all trained and educated by the financial world that has four big roles. I want all your money, more on going, keep forever, and give back as little as possible. Those are the four roles that they live and work by every day. And the advice that they provide is more a suitability approach than a fiduciary approach. I am a licensed fiduciary with a Series 66 license from the Securities and Exchange Commission Had it for a number of years. So with that in mind, I want to start everybody, every day today. Today we're going to talk about the velocity of money, the money multiplier effect. And, and what is that? And how can I learn how to apply it to my own cash flows and my own finances? So that's going to be our topic today. But we start every presentation with prayers for everybody around the world. Everybody's been affected by this COVID virus. It's affected businesses. It's affected people's health, uh, literally around the world, and, and changed so many things. We pray for those who have lost loved ones. And we pray for the loved ones who have been lost, that the Lord would open his arms and gather them into his kingdom of heaven above. We pray for those in Ukraine and Russia, that somehow these men would find a peaceful transition and stop the destruction and the killing of people in that region. And we would add to that regions around the world where there are conflicts going on. uh, And we pray for all of those people. In Jesus' name we pray. You know, As long as I have been doing this now for several years, and and it gets more amazing every time I do it because it just clicks together. We're we're doing quotes. We always have a quote. Today's quote is, again, from George Washington, the first commander-in-chief of the colonial armies and the first president of the United States. A slender acquaintance with the world must convince every man that actions, not words, are the true criterion of the attachment of friends. Let me reword that, let me say that again. A slender acquaintance with the world must convince every man that actions, not words, are the true criterion of the attachment of friends. Talk is cheap, folks. Talk is cheap. We, we hear a lot of that in politics and everything going on around. Uh, talk is cheap. Now. Velocity of money. You know, we're talking again, we're still talking about the family money farm. This concept, I I have derived it from a a number of sources. Uh, R. Nelson Nash and the infinite banking concept in his book, The Infinite Banking Concept. And it's really a, a totally different approach to managing your cash flow and monies that you're in control of. You are the CFO. My book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project, has been out a couple of years. It's it's moved a couple of thousand copies. 
Uh, and, and I'm hoping that people would finally catch on and figure out that this book has answers in it and guidance and examples and directions. Now, there is another newer ebook that I created called Financial Mastery Coaching the Blueprint. And it takes what the government does in their four rules and it teaches you four rules to guide you by, not the financial world. And rule number one is starting the savings of 20% of your gross annual income. I have done so many mathematical evaluations for people's situation and the typical traditional financial planning thinking, all those initials after my name, was always saving 10% of your annual income. Well, you know what? That's not enough. It doesn't work. It, it never did work. And I have never met anybody that consistently saved 10% of their income that ever really got ahead and was able to maintain their desired lifestyle. In typical planning, a financial planner would sit down and, and they would put together a plan and say, okay, here's your earnings today. If we project that 20, 30 years ahead, we use the government's admitted inflation rate of 3%, which was a 30 year average up to the last couple of years, which has been eight years, two years in a row, is 8.9, and then, and then it was around eight point, and, and, and it's gonna be something between that and, and probably four or five by the end of this year. It has not gone away. And then they would make a bunch of assumptions on how much interest you would make, how much you could save, uh, your retirement date, and on and on and on. Now, all of those assumptions are just what they are. They make an ass out of you and me, assume, okay? So the only way to plan for retirement is to end up with the most I can have at some future date. Now, I don't know how much money I can save on going because I don't know how many emergencies I'm going to have. I'm going to have uh, kids have emergencies and I'm going to have to bail my kids out. Uh, on and on and on, all of these expenses and emergencies in my life, I have no idea what they're going to be. So to sit and plan a linear type of approach to saving money and the interest rate that I would earn, nobody expected the last 15 years for the rates to be near zero. And there was very little interest earned on money in the last 15 years. Now, I believe there was, there was an implication behind that because what it did, it got the stock market to grow to 35,000 on the Dow because people really didn't have any other place to put money. And people that would not have ordinarily put money in the stock market now was forced to put money into the stock market when they really shouldn't have been there. And what has the stock market done over the last? I meet people today, four years ago, they had X number of dollars. You know, today they're just barely lucky to still have that same amount of money from four years ago because of the, the, the volume of of movement of the stock market and how volatile it has been of late. The stock market is as high as it is on another reason is because the Federal Reserve. I saw a number, uh, a, a chart yesterday. In 1972, when we were on the gold standard, Nixon removed us from the gold standard. So a dollar was a dollar in 1972. 
And today, that dollar equal comparing to 1972 is worth 14 cents. It's 86% less today than it was in 1972 when we were removed from the gold standard. Now, I believe there is huge upheaval coming in the near future, and, and we may find ourselves back on the gold standard, which I'm hoping for, which would bring more stability to our currency than anything else we could do. I know there's a lot of countries around the world that have been buying gold and actually moving it back to their country for control of. The Bank of New York was a storehouse for gold for many years and still is. But England and, and, uh, and Germany and other countries have decided to have that gold shipped back to their own country. So I believe underlying there is a lot of preparation for that. There was a lot of discussion about climate change. And there was a girl, yes, a woman yesterday that five years ago, she said within five years, the world was going to be underwater. We were, everything was going to end. And you know what? In the last five years, the, the, the level of the ocean hasn't changed. So this, this climate stuff is being disproved more and more and more. But yet young people have been indoctrinated into thinking that the world is going to end because of climate change. I, I don't believe it for a minute. It, it brings me to that concept I wrote about in my book, The Family Money Farm Group, or The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project, about the billionaire lemming effect. Now, what's the billionaire lemming effect, Tom? The billionaire lemming effect is, is little George Lemming. Now, lemmings are little rodents like, like chipmunks and, and field mice, and they have no real leadership. They just run around. Well, little George Lemming got up one morning and decided today was the day he was going to take his own life and he was going to end it. He lived on the west side of Lemmingville, and on the east side of Lemmingville was a cliff 300 feet down to the rocks in the ocean. He got up that morning and started running as fast as he could to the east side of town, and he was going to run straight off that cliff and take his own life. As he entered town, people started to notice there's little George running as fast as he can, and everybody filed out, where's George going, where's George going, and they all followed him out and followed him over the cliff. Now that's the billionaire lemming effect where the billionaires of the world, the World Economic Forum, George Soros and, and Bill Gates and on and on and on, these people get a concept going, getting people to think a certain way. George Soros funds all of these social organizations to get people to think a certain way. When you get a large enough group of people thinking a certain way, Al Gore, another example, who started the climate change hoax many years ago, and today he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He was broke when he was a vice president. Now he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. So they've learned how to play the game, and they use this large mass of people that they have constructed, that they have created in, in thinking. Now they sell them stuff 
or they get them to move towards a certain direction that allows the billionaires to make more money off of those concepts. You know, that's like the, the, the concept of, of Robert Kiyosaki, E-S-B-I. E is for employees. Most people are employees. People become business owners, self-employed, okay? Self-employed. So you actually own your job now. And the next one, what happened to our video today? I just put a new battery in there and there it is. I don't know why it came off. Uh, but ES, employee, self-employed, you own your own job. B is a business owner and I is an investor. The billionaires are investors. They look at places and ways to make money by investing, getting people to think a certain way and so on. So now, all of that being said, velocity of money is created when we have money that moves through our lives in a certain way. Now, I'm going to give you an example today. I'll expand on it more next week. I'm going to be out of town next week. Uh, I won't be back in the office here till uh, Thursday next week. So I will do a, a, a podcast on Monday from Nashville where I'm going to be in a meeting and I will do another one on Wednesday. Uh, but next Friday, we'll get back into the family money farm and, and, and what I'm talking about. But let's assume that I have, I'm putting $10,000 into a dividend paying life insurance policy with a mutual company owned by the policyholders. And by the third year, that value in the policy is going to increase based on the 10,000. I put in $10,000 into this policy and the death benefit is there. It's going to increase over time. So in the third year, I put in $10,000 and $10,000 shows up in my cash value. There will actually be more than that there, but in that year, the whole 10,000 shows up in my cash value. So now I take a loan of that $10,000 and, and I have purchased a, con, a duplex, okay? A duplex, a real estate investment. My monthly mortgage payment on that real estate investment is $860 a month which is $10,000 a year. So I made a loan for $10,000 from the insurance company and leveraged my cash value. And I used that to pay the $10,000 mortgage payment for the year. That rendered my $10,000 mostly tax deductible. So the same 10,000 I put into the life insurance policy pays the mortgage payment on the duplex that I purchased. Now the duplex is generating rents more than the mortgage. And so that excess, all those rents that the duplex created go back in to the insurance company to pay that $10,000 loan off plus more money. In other words, there is extra money there because the rents obviously are more than the mortgage payment. So now I'm actually storing up more money at the same time. And I did it for several years, and then can't I buy another duplex and add another one? So that when I talk about velocity of money, it is the how many moves on the same dollar can I get at one time? We're going to talk about this more in detail when I come back. God bless you. Get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. There it is. Go to cfo-project.com. Put in your email address. 
and you will get an email with a link. And in that link will be the ability to download both books, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project, and my new ebook called Financial Mastery Coaching, The Blueprint. God bless you all, and we'll have a great week. Excuse me. And we will see you next week.